little people, big people, all people. What's happening? If you hear the sound of my voice, that means you are listening to another episode of Buffed Up Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. I'm RJ Hunt, and I am the host of this glorious, notorious, no, 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 notorious show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Today's episode is what y'all talking about volume seven with the host of the pro wrestling talk for Pistons fans podcast. The host is Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmicks. (laughs) I know he gonna appreciate that. Anyways, we're talking about an age gap. As y'all know, I'm a little younger. Doc Joe Brown, he a little older than me. So we talking about the age gap in moments of Detroit sports as far as things he remember, things I don't remember, or where he was at during one particular moment versus where I was at in a particular moment. So I hope you all enjoy it. I think it is a very well done episode because this was two years in the making. Let me tell you all that first. This was two years in the making. We've been trying to do a collab for a while because and then you could tell this was like a true collab like this was our show together but we gonna put it out on my podcast like you know how on friday red and debo shared the bike but red was like we gonna keep it at my house <laughs> that's what this was and you could even tell like that's kind of how it went down because of like i know at one point in the show like he was like i know this your show but let me eggs i'm like no nah, you ain't gotta like yeah you ask what you want <laughs> you know like do what you gotta do like he a podcast host i'm a podcast host so that's this is what we do so i enjoyed the episode a lot we actually just met and ran into each other at the pistons game recently and that was the time we were like you know what we gotta really get this done we gotta stop playing we gotta get the show recorded together so hope y'all enjoy it here is what y'all talking about volume seven with the host of the Pro Wrestling Talk for Pistons Fan Podcast, Doc Joe Brown. Check it out. What year were you born in, RJ? Oh, two. I know this is your show, but I'm still curious. Oh, What's no, your earliest ahead. memory of watching wrestling? I'll tell people, it's like two answers to that. Like one, when like I would watch here and there, that would be like maybe like 06, 07, wow. so like, I do remember seeing Undertaker and popping out of nowhere. I remember that used to freak me out. I remember the Boogeyman used to freak me out. Wow. The way I got introduced to uh, wrestling was between my cousins, my older cousins in the video games. Oh. Because I would go hang out with my cousins sometimes. They'll have Friday Night Smackdown on, or they was playing Smackdown First Raw. Wow. I would, when I watched with them, though, it had to be Friday Night Smackdown because Raw wouldn't come on the nine. So that was past my bedtime. <laughs> so I wasn't watching Monday Night Raw. <laughs> WrestleMania three was in Pontiac, and my whole family went. Like I do remember that day, and actually, this is this is the crazy. This this is the crime of it all. I didn't even go because really no. This is this is what happened. Like. <laughs> My uncle came up from Indiana. Mm-hmm. Like, I remembered it like I was three, so it's fuzzy, but I do remember us all being at the house. And of course, nobody would lie to me, but my brother was like, and my sister, they tell my mom, everybody told me. They was like, I got in the car and my dad was like, 
uh, either the Wild Samoans or Seekers. Somebody's gonna be there. And I started screaming, like, I don't wanna see them. <laughs> I don't wanna see them. And it was like, they got to the corner and I was just kicking the chair, everything. So my dad just turned around and let me send the crib my mom. <laughs> so I didn't even go, but like everybody in my family, like my mom has pictures of them in the parking lot, like my dad, my brother, my cousin, everything. And it was like, nope, you got to the corner of the crib and was just crying. Like, you don't want to see Sika, you don't want to see the wild Samoans. <laughs> so looking back, how do you feel about that now? I, I don't even care, you know why? Because I wouldn't have remembered anyway. You know what I mean? It just would have been like, like I take, like my daughter is not going to remember going to the game, even though I take her all the games. Like, you know, WrestleMania 23 was here in 2007. So yep, I got yep. to make up for it. Like me and my brother went, like basically, Everybody who went in 87 went in 2007. Like all my cousins, everybody. Actually, when people asked me, that was like probably the best day of my life because like I heard about for 20 years about, oh, you didn't go to WrestleMania three. Like I, I'm just being completely honest. Like it was so much stuff that happened that day. That was just so fun. Like we went to church and I was, I remember I like church wasn't even that long. And I was like, man, I just can't wait. Cause it was WrestleMania 23. And then it's like, my dad is a, he was the pastor just before he died. And uh -huh. even he was wilding out that day. Like, <laughs> it was like, it was like crazy. Like we saw like traffic downtown, this this way before gentrification, 2007. So it wasn't nothing downtown, but Fordfield. It was like real packed. He was yelling at people like, get out the way. And I'm like, dang, dad, wilding on a Sunday. Like, <laughs> it was just so You just got out of church. <laughs> People ask me and I'm like, man, that was probably the best day of my life, man. Like, cause my dad didn't go in like no bars or nothing. So I'm like, how old was I then? I was, I was born in 84, I was, I was like 23. Yeah, I was 23. I, I drunk beer, my dad knew that. My brother drunk and stuff like that. But my dad, mm -hmm. like, oh, I ain't going to no, I ain't going to no bar. Like he didn't drink or nothing like that. But so we got down there early cause people had been driving down like 8 a.m. Like it was wild, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like lined up outside doors and all. Yeah, yeah. They, and the only place to eat was like the beer company. And my dad was like, "Forget it, I'll go, I'll go." I'm like, "What?" We like, "What?" Dad going to the bar? Like, oh yeah. But you probably don't even remember that. Res I don't. I don't. Wow. But if like, WrestleMania I, was in Detroit today, you know you. <laughs> oh, as long as I get in the building, I don't even care where I see. I just got to get in the building. Especially because when we went, it was uh, Undertaker versus Batista. The main event was Shawn Michaels versus, and I'm not even looking. I just remember this because it was such a good mm -hmm. time. Main event was Shawn Michaels versus John Cena. It was a good show. It was like, it was a really good show. Wait. I'm telling you, I got to make it. I got to make it to one. <laughs> do you remember the Red Wings winning in 08? <laughs> I do remember that because I remember watching that whole playoff series. You asked me to name the players' names. I, I got nothing for you. I remember, no, 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 I take that back. I remember the goalie, uh, Osgood. Something like Osgood, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember yeah, Chris him. Osgood. The player name from that team, I can uh tell you. And then uh I remember the day of the parade. My mom gonna be mad at me for saying this, but I remember I didn't go to school because I didn't <laughs> go to the parade, but I stayed home to watch it on TV. Wow. <laughs> I got a vivid memory of that. So I had Darren McCarty on the show. I don't know if you heard that episode, so that was kind of Yep, like, I listened to that one. Man, that was crazy for me because like really we i i can only speak for me i took the red wings for granted because they were so good 
basically my entire childhood. I was in seventh grade. 97, they won the title. And then after that, they were like good forever. They were just always in the mix or whatever. I took them for granted because now that all the teams are bad, like you used to always be like, well, at least the Red Wings gonna kick everybody, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I honestly feel the exact same way because I was like, I wish I had appreciated them more. Like, I didn't watch hockey as much when I was younger. I only watched when it got to the Stanley Cup playoffs because, like you said, you knew the Red Wings going to be in it. That was a given. Yeah. So I watched it and, like, enjoyed them. But I'm like, man, I wish I actually appreciated the Red Wings more because we ain't got anything to cheer for right now. Man. It's hard. And you know what? You know what I'm thinking about? Because they win 09. This, this is crazy. So Chelsea and I got married in 2010. Mm -hmm. And her family don't watch no sports. Like, zero. None, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> When do we, oh, we, no, we got engaged in 2010 and we got, but so 2009, we just booed up. We kicking it hard, right? Right, right. And 2009, yeah, the the, uh, the Stanley Cup went to uh, seven games. Let me just make sure. Yep, See, this is all up They played the uh, Penguins, I think. Yeah, I think it went to uh, seven games. Yup, game seven. So Chelsea called, oh, let's go to the movies. I'm like, whoa. Because like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm leaving work early. And she's like, what you leaving work early? Where I work, like, oh, okay, let's go. So I was like, I'm like, you don't know. She's like, what's tonight? She's like, the pisses. I'm like, no. Like, who? I'm like, the I'm like, no. I'm like, she's like, I don't know nothing about it. I'm like, who don't watch the railways? Like, what? What's funny to me about that, because I told you, I do have vivid memories of uh, the railways during that time period. And I remember, like, going back to my household. We didn't watch hockey, but we at least knew the Red Wings yeah. was playing for a championship. Like even at school, time. so we knew they was playing for a championship. So I just remember yeah, that. Man. That was the talk of the town. So, so what's your uh, earliest memory of the Pistons? Earliest memory of the Pistons. I remember right after the championship. So like, I was still like 05, 06 is when I start like first memories of it. Now according to my people, they say I've been talking Pistons ever since I could talk. Like, they was like, that was your thing. Like, whatever you heard somebody say about the Pistons, you were saying it too. Like, somebody was yelling at the TV, cussing the TV out, you was repeating it. We was having to tell you, hey, you can't say that, that type of thing. Actually, mine is probably, and this had to be the day that they swept them, I'm assuming, because like we driving, and I remember it seemed like every car had a broom sticking out their window, right? Oh, yeah, that <laughs> had to be the day then. So it wasn't like the day that they won. And I was like, Dad, why everybody got a, a broom sticking out their window? He like, because we getting that sweep today. And I was like, what is that? So it was, it was better at that time, I would say, 89, 90, because it would just be like, and energy just around you because yeah. then you would just be cool with your neighbor and everything. It's like everybody watching the game, you know. Same thing with like, I would say 05 when Robert Ori hit that shot. Like, I blatantly remember that night. It was so quiet, like in the city. <laughs> I'm glad like, I don't remember that because I know I would probably be in the same boat. Like, I probably would have lost it. Yeah, like, I'll tell was, you it was what, so I'm glad I don't remember that because what was it, 2018 when we played the Bucks? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that year. After game four, I remember the next day, because I went to game four. So the next day, I go to school. One, I'm already tired, because I went to the game the night before. So I'm already tired. Then, of course, I'm already mad about the game, because I'm like, I just watched my team get popped. We got eliminated. So I go to school, everybody clowning me. I'm talking about, man, 
Pistons trash. I told you not to root for the Pistons. Why would you think they gonna beat the Bucks? So I'm just, I ain't raise my hand the whole day. I'm usually the kid that's raising their hand, participating. I'm making, you know, slight jokes, you know, being energetic that whole day. I remember teachers literally had to pull me to the side. I was like, are you okay? Like something going on? Hey, imagine that times like 30. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I'm glad I don't remember. Cause I know I would've been dumb. Like I would've imagine really been broke. Imagine that time 30, man. Like even my, like people that didn't watch basketball, like my mom was like, that's the end. Of, I'm like, my, that's the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just in recent history, do you remember when the Pistons got swept by the Cavs? 2015, I think it was. Yup, yup. I was at that. I was at that game for as well. Yeah, that that was more disheartening, I think, for me than the Bucks. I was at game three, and I thought we really could have won game three. Yeah, I never thought we had the horses to get uh, Milwaukee. Um, yeah, I, I always thought we had. I was like one time, one time, and then Reggie complaining about the foul at the end of game four and all that other stuff. I got a yeah, funny that... story about that. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> at the game. In fact, the only reason I made it to that game was because my sister boss at the time had season tickets. And they were working that night, so they couldn't go. So she was like, my sister, I was outside playing basketball with my dad or whatnot. My sister is like, I come in, my sister say, oh yeah, I had tickets to the game, but you was outside. I was like, so you ain't come get me? And I look at the clock, it's only six, the game at eight. So I take like the fastest shower I probably ever took in my life. Me and Pop hurry up to shoot down to uh, the palace. We get there. So we literally got the tickets like two hours before game time. So I'm hyped, yeah, that get to see the Pistons in a playoff game, the palace rocking, and of course it's the Cavs. So you see LeBron, Kyrie, but yeah, with Reggie, I'll never forget. Um, to go up, don't get the call. I'm crushed. Like, I'm just sitting there like, I didn't say nothing. My mouth is wide open. Like, I'm just in shock, crushed. But I didn't even get a chance to really let my emotions out because before I realized it, like, like I said, the palace is jumping. It's sold out. We trying to get out that parking lot. So Pops look at me like, he tapped me on the shoulder like, Test me like, come on, you gotta go. Like, I can't even give off moment. I'm like, man, do you not just see what happened? Like, let me try to, like, I didn't even get a chance to comprehend what just happened yet. And he was like, come on, we gotta go. I was like, dang, all right. Do you remember, um, do you really remember CM Punk being in the WWE? Almost definitely. Oh, you do? Okay, I, because you said you were born in 2002. I'm like, cause some people, I, I'm gonna say, I'm not trying to check you or nothing like that. No, 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 I got but you. Some people don't. I think some people were just excited because other people were excited. I'm like, do you know who CM Punk is? Like when he oh, came I got back. A bunch of CM Punk stories. So like, when I actually finally started watching wrestling, like on a weekly basis, like not with my cousins, like I was watching on my own and going like yeah. to watch it. That's when he was feuding with Jeff Hardy. And that's when he they had that steel cage match and loser <laughs> lead WWE. So that's like my first memory of CM Punk actually. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. Straight Edge Society CM Punk. A as a matter of fact, when I found out that's what he meant, like he don't drink, he don't do that. And you know, me being Christian, I'm like, oh man, like I'm straight edge for life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't realize that that's what that meant. Like, you know, uh, Straight Edge Society. So I loved him when he was Straight Edge Society. But no, I actually had no. the pay-per-view, the Royal Rumble. I, was, I remember watching that one, not even thinking that's gonna be his last appearance. Yeah. 
actually when they said because i think he was at raw not on tv the next night i remember mm-hmm. reading the dirt sheets and it was like oh cm punk walked out of raw i was like oh he'll be back he's just crazy like and then i thought it was a work too because i was like remember they did the angle where he left with the belt and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't realize he was gonna be gone that long i'm like man that's wow yeah man so you like having punk back I mean, at first, it was the excitement, but then I feel like it's kind of died down now. It's died way down. Okay, so it's not just me. Nah, it's died way down. Wrestling has grown up, like, with me. So I'm I'm really glad that, like, I, I went through the phase where, like, when I was, like, 12 and 13, you know, going into high school or going into, you know, adolescence, like, everybody, it was the attitude era, but it was, like, only the nerdy kids watch wrestling. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh, it's fake, it's fake. And now it seems like it was like for a while, it felt like I was on a planet by myself. Like, I ain't, like, I used to date girls in college, go out on Monday and be like, oh, I can't tell you why I gotta get back, but I gotta get back. Because <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? It was something you didn't even wanna say. But now it's like, you can say it. Like, when I first met my wife, she was like, you watch wrestling? And I was like, yeah. She was like, okay. You know, and she was like, First thing she say, like, are those, do they still have those guys to do this? And she do the crotch chop. I'm like, nah, they been, they, <laughs> I got in like, trouble for that hey, so many times. I don't, I don't know. Did you have to go through that phase? Like, adolescence where everybody like, oh, it's fake. Why you Almost definitely. Uh, okay. It wasn't until, like, I got on Twitter before I realized, like, okay, I'm not the only one that still watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, like, yeah. when I made my Twitter account, that was, like, my freshman year of high school. So, like, yeah. that's when I was finally, like, all right, I'm not alone. People actually still watch wrestling. I do want to ask this. We was talk like we talking about the age gap and all. The Pistons last playoff win. Oh, What's your man. memories about that? You know what? I didn't think it would be that long because it was against Boston, right? Yup, yup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um it was was it 2008 or nine? It was, it was 2008. Okay. I'll just off the dome. Well, my thing with that was, I remember that was a highly anticipated series, right? Because Boston had just got the big three. Everybody was really looking forward to this matchup because the Pistons, even though they had won in 04, just over those four years, they had still been like the best team. If that makes sense. Yeah, stay relevant too. All right, yeah, they had stay relevant. So when Boston got the big three, everybody's like, oh, this is the... This is the matchup right here. We aged so quickly in that series. Like, like that's the old basketball saying, like, you age in a series. And yeah, that's what I remember. We just, it just wasn't there. Like the the it, it just it was just gone. Like you could tell in that in that series, the magic was just completely gone. And I gotta say this. So like with the Austin series, by that being the last playoff win that the Pistons have had since. That breaks my heart because of the fact I could have been at that game. Cause my dad went to the game and he had court size seats. So I'm like, I'm watching at home just disgusting. Cause I'm, you know, every time they go on that side of the court, here it is. I see Pops front row just chilling <laughs> at the game while I'm at home. I'm upset. I'm asking my mom, like, why did they let me go? Cause I think it was like my dad and uncle and cousins went. I'm like, man, they didn't let me go. They should have let me. So I'm like, the fact that was the last one too, it, it hurt. It, it hurt a little more. But you know what? I will say this because I assume I've watched more basketball than you. Yeah. I think that. This and and trust me, I, I was really high on the Marcus Morris, Contavious Colwell, Paul, Reggie Jackson, oh, yeah. 
Andre, I, I, was, was I was really high on that core, right? I was. But, and I'm, I'm trying to speak with my same sound mind and not my, you know, not my, uh, my fandom. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about, barring no injury, this kid, Cade Cunningham, is special. It's something different about Cade. No, we definitely it. sharing the same thoughts. Cause I'm like, I just tweeted last night. I'm like, we can't waste Cade's career like how the Lions did. Oh. Megatron and all them. And I think Dwayne Casey is the right dude for development too. I, I think he is. I think that's why they extended They be him. hating on Casey on Twitter. I don't like it. You you can only do so much with when you when you got Corey Joseph, Trey Lyles. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, my we're... thing is like we just haven't won. Like I got more memories of the Pistons being bad than good. Cause that's like the day Chauncey got traded, I cried. Like I cried like somebody died or something. Like I was think about me. Like next time they win, it's gonna be like the first time for me. So it's like just imagine like people my age and younger, how like how we gonna react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm like, I'm gonna be observant. Like I'm gonna be happy, but I'm just gonna be observing like wow how the crowd has changed the atmosphere the location all of those things speaking of the pistons in their future gotta ask you about killing your haze the little hot topic of the I, pistons I don't know fans. why it's such a hot topic killing gonna be straight i mean if we hold on to him great if we don't great he's not he's not a safety to do he's not a bust like that you know what i mean what's it's, the ceiling then what's what's the ceiling in your opinion it's it's tough because I think when you look at K, me, and K's ceiling is so high, his is not as high as K. So he's gonna oh, look no, bad. No. You know what I'm saying? Like he's playing next to somebody else who's better. Like who would you rather have? I'll, I'll take K. But he's gonna be straight. I mean, the team is bad. This is not killing. They are. Spot. They are. My thing is, I'm like, I'm gonna ride with him as long as he a piston. But I will admit my patience is starting to shrink game by game just because it's like, oh, I, if I can see him get about 10, I'll be okay. He gets 10 a game, year? I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. it is only, and he, he actually only a few months older than me. That's the other crazy yo, part about it. Yo, yo, check this <laughs> out. The point guard is the quarterback of the team. How the quarterback going to be good and he ain't got nobody to pass to? No, you, but my thing is this, and now in today's NBA, the point guards be the one going off for 30 so i'm like not expecting that from but, killian because he's like it's like you look at the point guards in the league now i mean yeah you got your chris paul but then you also got your dane lillard steph curry <laughs> in fact as killian i don't even know if he's at 15 yet uh, yeah yeah 21 yeah okay so he's reached 20 before yeah but i mean i'm not and i'm not expecting 20 a night i'm not i'm not i i just think that it's too early it's way too early. It's way too now early. Now I agree. And then people keep saying trade Killian. My thing is this. Honestly, if you trade him now, you're not. I don't see what you're going to get in return. I don't know, man. The team is so bad. I'm talking about bad. They are. They are. So I do try to keep that in mind because I'm like, all right, everybody bad. So it ain't just him. Like, I'm not. Like, when we lose, it's not like I'm like right away. Like, it's Killian fault. Yeah. Like, how you going <laughs> to pick out Killian? Like, why is everybody picking out Killian? Come on, man. Like, my only the problem, like, roster. Think about this. Think, think, think about this. I mean, not just this year, but it's gonna be for a long time like this. Before this year, we have guys, literally, nobody that was starting for the Pistons is starting right now. It's gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. 
like 18 months from now, probably 12, 12 to 18 months from now, it's going to be people that are definitely not in the league. We talked about the like beginnings of when we started watching wrestling and uh, the Pistons. So I got to ask, were you born a Pistons fan or were you born a wrestling fan? Like, or did you oh, grow into it? No, 100%. Uh, so, yeah, no, my dad was a Pistons fan. And I was raised in our house. My dad was like, you can't cheer for a team that's not in So that's just the way I was raised, all right? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> like me. That's like me. All right, so, like, and I know that sounds like, he's like, you can have a second team, you can have a third team, but your first team always going to be the Lions, the Pistons, the Tigers, and U of M football, even though I went to state or whatever. I think he's still <laughs> mad at me about that from the grade. But <laughs> my dad was a big boxing fan. And um, as I got older, I realized he just watched wrestling just to be around us. Like, just just to bond with What happened was I had a, um, I said this on the show before, like a year ago. I had a um, uncle that was a, a paraplegic. And so, you know, he was in a wheelchair and everything. Mm-hmm. And so my dad t- kind of took in um, his kids is like they didn't live with us, but you know what I'm saying. My, you know, their yeah, dad took care of us. My dad did a lot for him and stuff like that. And he just looked at wrestling like, okay, y'all all in the wrestling. So he used to order us all the pay per views and everything like that. So I think he just looked at it as a way like, oh, he never told us it was fake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, like, you know, with your younger eye, he was just being a good dude because he's like, okay, my nephews. I think he just took it as like a time to bond. Like, okay, they into this, so I'ma just feed the fire. It's nothing bad. My at the time, Hulk Hogan was a good guy. Say your prayers, take your vitamins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so well, your pops, you know, he was probably with that by him being in the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, no, no. So that that's kind of how I was. You know, he was he was my dad was like a uh, he hooped. You know, in the dough leagues, sporting up and stuff like that. And then he refed. So I was always at the hoop court. You know what I mean? Even when he was refing as like a side job or whatever like that. But then the wrestling, like I said, my cousins were really in the wrestling and they had, you know, that unfortunate incident happened with their dad. So he kind of took them in. They were really into it. They would get me amped on it. And then, yeah, we just, was just one big wrestling family. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Cause it's like, it's pretty much similar. Like my cousins got me into wrestling and then Pistons, I was just born into it. Like, yeah, I can't even tell you when I became a Pistons fan. That's just, I've always been a Pistons fan as long as I can remember. <laughs> That's been but, my team. So as we wrap up, let this recording go without mentioning the fact that your podcast was one of the podcasts that was like the foundation for Buffed Up Sports. Because like, <laughs> when I listened, when I first listened to your podcast, I, I was like into it. And I start going back listening to the old episodes that you had. So I'm like, I really like dive into it, like your whole catalog. And then the juices start flowing, like, all right, he's talking laid back, talking about the pistons, wrestling, he chill laid back, he having a good time. Why can't I do the same? Oh man. So then, yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always listen to both those sports. I, I cracked up because I was like, you're really laid back. You're really mature. But then your youthfulness comes through so much. Because you're like, my favorite boxer is, uh, he said it was, uh, oh, bomb, bomb. Deontay squad. Wilder. <laughs> yeah, Deontay Wilder. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I, I, 
No, because like I tell people all the time, like if you ask me who's my favorite or something, I'm not gonna tell you somebody who was around before my time just because I feel like I'm cheating myself a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true, man. That's true. I like. That. I didn't grow up on Jordan. I didn't grow up on Muhammad Ali and Tyson and all them. Like, I had Deontay Wilder. That's who I had. <laughs> like, so you right. saying you had a podcast? Yes. Pro wrestling talk for the Pistons, and it's on every platform, to my knowledge, that I've checked. It's um, and it shows up. And you know how all my OGs know it. The picture of it is a picture of the Palace chairs. That's the uh, podcast logo. So those red chairs, I actually have those mm-hmm. downstairs. I bought them from the Palace of Auburn Hills. We post episodes when I'm not busy at my real job. So those <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, lifestyle podcast, and we talk about wrestling and basketball at the same time. We don't report any news. So you like what's something that. Like I really pride myself on is just the conversation. So you can listen to an episode from two years ago, and it'll be just as relevant as an episode Times. that I post tomorrow. So it's not like, oh, any reviews of any games or anything like that. We're just literally talking, so the episodes become timeless. Yeah, I wanted to make sure the podcast had life. Like you said, sometimes you go back and listen to old episodes. And another thing is I try to keep all of the episodes under 20 minutes. And I just, if I could just have like five, 10 minutes of your day and lift people up, that just means a lot to me. Most definitely. See, I'll make sure y'all check out Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons page. Gotta listen to it. Available yeah, on all yeah. the podcasts and platforms. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a lot of inside jokes too. So if you, if, like you talk to RJ and be like, that episode was hilarious. And you're like, wasn't that funny to me? I mean, you just got to follow us on Twitter to see what we're talking about. Almost definitely. The handle is at Pro Pistons because we got our own little, almost like, I don't want to call it a cult, but our own little <laughs> circle of friendship on there. So yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter and then you'll be able to pick up on all those inside jokes and see where all those drops came from and all that other fun stuff that we edited into the podcast. I'm so glad we did this because this is what, two years into the bacon? Two years. <laughs> Yo, man, it's crazy. Unless I until I saw you at the game, then I was like, man, we got locked down. Take care. <laughs> All right, peace. That was the episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all got some laughs. I hope y'all realize like there's a lot of things i miss i feel like some people gonna be mad at me after this episode like dang you don't even remember the pistons was that when they won the championship like all types of crazy stuff and it's like dog i can't help that i was born as the city was like starting to decline when it came to sports like i have more memories of our teams being bad than good sadly i i can't help it it ain't nothing i could do about it blame my mom and daddy they the ones that decided to have me when they had me everybody getting mad at me get mad at them don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is the same for both accounts at RJ underscore Hunt 36. Send me a friend request on Facebook at RJ Hunt. Thank you for listening. I hope you come back to hear more episodes. If you can, please subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review, please, because I love to hear the feedback. And if you love today's episode, send it to a friend. Now just remember to follow these words. Spread love. Keep your chest out. Hold your head up. Show off them pretty teeth. Don't you worry about a thing. Until next time, God bless you all. Peace.